0: Not attended a book event where at a bookstore until I was going to interview the author who was presenting. This is despite living in Seattle, where there are three or more actually fabulous bookstores who, at least pre COVID, had fantastic authors coming through all the time. In fact, I would suspect that I could have seen in person any living author I wanted to see, but I did not. I also didn't like to read the New York Times book reviews. I did not like to s- check out the bestseller lists. Couldn't bear it. I couldn't go to those book events because I didn't want to be the one sitting in the chair instead of the one behind the microphone. I didn't want to read the New York Times book reviews because I didn't want to see who was getting big contracts with publishing with publishers and see who was selling the most books when I was writing my novels and I couldn't sell them. They weren't selling. Good and bear Barrett, I was, in retrospect, quite simply, jealous of these writers and of their success. But I never, I never once used that word to describe my experience, uh l- looking at a hearing about a writer giving a book event or reading about a writer in the newspaper, even though I was craving some aspect of what they had. There's two reasons for this. The first was when I thought about jealousy, I always thought about romantic jealousy, and I really wasn't romantically jealous. I certainly have never been jealous with my wife, and I wasn't even when I was a younger man. In fact, I had a girlfriend who told me at one point that she was getting interested in another guy, and I said to her, well, yeah, I kind of wish you wouldn't do that. And they're like, don't, I wish you wouldn't act on that. And she got very upset because I didn't actually express what we would call jealousy. I just asked her not to do it. And she thought, why aren't you jealous? And I realized uh, I didn't see her interest in him as a reflection on me, or at least on my value as a person, as a lover, as a friend. I just didn't make that connection, which I think is the correct point of view. So I had never seen myself as jealous romantically. And so I thought, I'm not a jealous guy. That was one reason but the other was there was something oddly dishonest about using that word even though and ultimately that's what I was i was uh i wa- i wanted their success i wanted it i wanted the contract i wanted to be the one talking i wanted to be on the bookshelf with my name on it so why was it dishonest well a few years ago well actually maybe 10 years ago i was with my son Jack who I've talked about some he's on the spectrum I was working on a book called No One is Broken at that time which became Everyone Has What It Takes but the thought of people and their challenges and their potential was much on my mind at that time so I'm sitting with Jack and we are at actually uh Third Place Books here in Seattle where there's this big lovely food court where you can sit and have coffee and ice cream and he and I were having some ice cream and I look across the food food court and there is this man he's in a wheelchair and I believe he is paraplegic because he can't really lift his head straight his arms aren't moving they're moving a little spastically and he's got a keyboard that he uses to communicate with the person taking care of him someone is wheeling him along and i looked at them and i was immediately filled with two feelings one oh god i wouldn't want to be either of them i wouldn't want to be the guy in the wheelchair like i want to be able to walk I want to be able to run. I want to be able to play the guitar and make love. I want to be able to do all these things. And I also don't want to be the one caring for him. It seems like a lot of work. I was That immediately hit me, and I didn't feel so good about it, quite frankly. It seemed a little ungenerous, a little unsympathetic. But then I lifted my vision, and I looked at all the people in the food court, all the people just drinking their coffee, talking, eating their pizza, getting up, walking around living their, quote, normal lives, I thought, you know what? I don't want to be any of them either. And I don't want to be Tom Brady. (laughs) I don't want to be Paul McCartney or Barack Obama. I want to be me. I want to be me despite the books that haven't sold, despite my aches and pains, despite my challenges, despite my limitations. I want to be me. I want to find out what this life is, the life that is the expression of bill canauer and so why can't that be true for the man in the wheelchair also and the one taking care of him in other words yes they have their limitations obviously we all do but isn't the meaning to be found anyway who is to say what limitation is intolerable isn't that true for all of us and that's why i always felt the jealousy was dishonest because the truth is the truth is even though i wanted the book contract, wanted to be the one talking. I didn't want to write the books of the people who had had success that I was envious of. I didn't want, I wanted to write my books and learn what they would become, even though I didn't know what those books were a lot of time. I wanted to discover. So the jealousy was, dishonest. Although I was feeling the pain of not being enough, not feeling like enough, feeling like I needed to do more, be more, show more, have achieved more. But it isn't really the truth. What I wanted is to discover what my life would be the same way, the same way. When we write a book, we want to discover what it is. We don't know what it's going to be, but something comes to us, an idea comes to us, so attractive and interesting. And so we follow it. We follow it because it's interesting and we discover it. We discover the story. So the same can be true of our lives. You want to be you. You too. You want to be you, despite all your limitations, whatever they may be. You want to discover what this life will be. Just like you want to discover what the story you tell is. This is the journey you're on. It's the only one you've wanted to be on. Embrace it. You're not really jealous of anyone. Thanks for listening. I do these every week. And so if you don't want to miss a little dose of inspiration and advice, go ahead and subscribe. And and don't be afraid to reach out to me at williamkenauer.com. I'd love to hear from you. So until next week, this is Bill Knauer. Stay fearless.